0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Open your Bibles to Romans chapter 1. My God in heaven, we've been in this thing about speaking, haven't we? I got a bunch of stuff for you tonight, but I'm not, I'm not going to keep you all night. I'm going to stay, stay on my thing here. But I want you to see this. I'll just start with Romans chapter Man, this is going to be good. We left off. Well, let me show you where we left off. Or well, no, let me stay here. Let me stay here because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna bounce into this if I, if I do it right. Yeah, I'm going to bounce right into this. Romans chapter 116. You ready for this? I'm not, Romans 116. We've been talking about faith. Now, y'all know what faith is. Faith is the substance of these hope for. It's evidence of things not seen. Okay? Faith, faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's the evidence of things not seen, okay? So we understand that faith has to materialize from a different source than what we see, okay? So I'm gonna go real slow. Faith has to materialize from a different source than what we see because what we've seen has already been materialized. So faith comes from a different place. What you see is... Temporal. What you don't see is eternal. Faith is the material. Faith is the substance material that produces what it is you want to see. Don't go getting big with it. Just know it is. It works in the unseen realm. Okay? So look at Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and his salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Watch this. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God had showed it on them. Now look at verse 20. Everybody see verse 20? Okay. For the invisible things. Now see this? Just read it slow. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are cleanly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Now I want you to see this. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are what? Clearly seen. The invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. What do you mean these invisible things? Where are are these invisible things? These invisible things that are made. Now, I want you to look at 2 Peter 1 and 3. And you got to keep going, okay? You're going to see this now, invisible things. So he talks about this invisible world. It's not that it's not real, it just can't be seen. doesn't mean it's not there, it's there. you just got to have the right material to pull it in. I don't want to go get all spooky and weird and you don't get this. Just understand what I'm saying. This invisible world of faith materializes because of faith. That's what you got to get now. What do you mean it's visible world of faith? It's invisible. You don't see what you're believing right now, but you go to the place of faith and you materialize it. I know what everybody's going to try to tell me. Well, you know, grace got it for me and Jesus did it. And, all, and okay, don't worry, it's your stuff. It's trapped. You're, let me tell you where it is. Your stuff's trapped in the promises of God. That's where he put it. This is the mystery of the kingdom. The mystery of the kingdom is God put everything in his word. Everything God wants for you in your life is stuck in the word. That's Ephesians 1 and 3. You want to go see that? Go look at Ephesians 1 and 3 just real quick. We're going to bounce around. Now, if you do what I'm telling you to do, by the time you're done tonight, you're going to get this. Now, I know everybody's going to say, I want to get around it. There's no way to get around it. You can't. There's no way to get around the process. God put the process in so me and you can get the exact results each and every time. And this is the only thing that's good, it's gonna take a little bit of time. It's the only thing that's taking me is a little bit of time. But thank God I knew, you know what you're doing to get there. Worst thing in the world is to be waiting on time and you don't have the right stuff, and then time shows up and you ain't got your stuff because you didn't know what you were doing. So get out of all that what we think works, and let's just go to the word of God and do what we know works. You know what I'm saying? Because every Christians love all the new stuff. What's new? Ain't nothing new in the kingdom. And if it's new, I wouldn't trust it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We got this new revelation. I'd be scared. Come on, man. This book's been around 2,000 years. Hello? You know what I'm saying? Jesus died 2,000 years ago, but the book's been around longer than that. <laughs> we had this class in school. It was crazy. It was like canon and Vulgate. I didn't pay attention to none of it. I was like, because I was convinced when I walked into class, I knew was, the Bible was real. You didn't have to tell me where it came from. Dead Sea Scrolls, all this stuff. All this stuff it was boring. I was like, I believe the Bible. Can we get to something I want to hear about? Go, put this up there. Blessed be the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Who hath, everybody say hath. hath. Now, I know you heard this, but faith don't come by what you heard, it comes by hearing. So you want somebody to read this right now today and go, oh, that's for me. Come on, you're going to get something out of this. Blessed be the God and Father of the Lord, who hath blessed us. So he hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Okay, now I got a question for you. Okay, now watch this, go slow. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Okay, I got a question. For you. Where's all these spiritual blessings? Well, they're in heavenly places. Well, I got a question for you. Now, you know where this is going. In, in Christ. Well, we know Colossians 127, Christ is in you. Right? Now, just go there. This, this is how you got to get there. Does that make sense? I can't just skip ahead. So all, all, all spiritual blessings are in heavenly places. you heard this a hundred times. All spiritual blessings are in heavenly places. All spiritual blessings, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Okay, where's heavenly places? In us, to whom God would make known what is the riches of glory. Now, wait a minute. The mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So Christ is in me. See this? So where's all these heavenly places? In me. Where's all these spiritual blessings? In me. Where's all this stuff? In me. Now, here's the question. Now, wait a minute. Now, you got to get something here. Look at it. You want, let me, let, me, let me show you like this. Go to Galatians chapter 3. Just go to Galatians chapter 3. It's going to all make sense. Just take notes because you got to go back and read these over. This is how you get it. Go to Galatians 3.13. Okay? Now this is important. Then I'm going to take you this other place. Galatians 3.13. Everybody there? Y'all know this one. Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law being made a curse for me. For it is written, "Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree. Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law. The curse of the law kept me away from the blessing of God, okay? So for the, for the for the curse, we were cursed because of Adam's sin. So for the curse, okay, God gave us the blessing, all right? Adam's sin or Adam's transgression produced the curse. We were all born into sin outside of the blessing. We're born into curse. We're trapped in doom. Ephesians 1.3 said, Jesus Christ hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. What do you mean? Now he's talking about spiritual blessings coming back on us because of Christ. In you. Colossians 1.27. So he said, here's what I did. I put the blessing in you. I didn't just put it on you. I put it in you. I'm taking you somewhere. Just go with me. Colossians 3.13 says what? Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made, for, being made a curse for me. For curses everyone that hang on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through faith. Go. Look at this, right? Go, go, yeah, go back to fourteen. Sorry, you were there. That the blessing of Abraham might now the blessing is coming on us might come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now go slow. Wait a minute. We might receive the promise of the what? The Spirit. What promise? Christ in you to hope of glory. Colossians one twenty seven promise. Why do I need that promise? Because that promise of the Holy Spirit is the incubator. For all the success I'm going to have in life. He's the yes and amen. He's the generator of promises. Now, let me explain to you. The whole book's anointed and great, but the stuff that really works is the promises. Right. You know see what I'm saying? Because within the promises is the proof of the product. See what I'm saying? Just write it down. And the promises is the proof of the product. I got to go slow because you're thinking. You know what revelation does? Make you think, man. That's why I can slow it down. So in the promise is the proof of the product. So he gave you a book full of promises. They're in there. Just because he did it doesn't mean you can get them. Now you can have them, but that means you don't don't just get them automatically. You have to receive them by faith because you were separated from them because of the curse. And just because Jesus redeemed us from the curse doesn't mean we automatically get to be partakers of everything that the blessing and the promise has given man. You can through faith. But it's not going to come by default or automatic. You have to believe for them. And if you don't know they're there, you'll live without them. And if you find them, then you need to have faith to believe for what you read because in the promise is the container of the proof of the product so you could be a possessor of what you've read. Okay? So now we're just going slow. So look what he says here in Galatians 3.13. He said, now being cursed, hanging on a tree. 14, watch this. He said, that we might receive... The promise of the spirit through faith. That's the Holy Spirit. Here we go. Keep going. Watch this. Brethren, I speak not after the man, though it be a man's covenant. Yet if it be confirmed, no man can disannul or add it thereunto. Okay, got you. Now to Abraham and his seed were, now watch this. He went from promise to promises. He said, I didn't just, and to Abraham and his seed were promises made. Plural. That's all of them. He said the one promise led to promises. He said not to seeds as of many, but to one seed. He said that one seed to Christ is the connector to every promise you need in life. That's what he's saying. That one seed, the one seed of Christ in you holds the container of all the blessing. And how I did it was I gave you the Holy Ghost and he could procreate every promise. You just got to put it in you. Cause if you can put it in you, God'll get it out of you. Yeah. You're a walking incubator of success. That's how it works. You see it? Don't think this ain't deep. You take the word simple. You take the word. You put it in you. You speak it out of you, and you don't let go of it. Cause those promises can. Cause this is what I'm gonna get to in a minute here. See, it's all about. It's all about. It's all about getting getting it in there. Now look what it says here. Leave this up there for a minute. Let me see it, please. Watch. Promises made, he said not the seeds as of many, but of the one seed, which is Christ. You get that? So he's saying, the one Christ came packing all the promises. And he's in you. Well, if he's in me, what's he doing? Well, he's living and moving and having his being. But you got to go get those promises to connect to the promise on the inside of you. Now, why is that? Because that's the only way you can be a partaker. Watch the next verse. I'm going to show you in a minute here. Now to Abraham and the seed. Watch the next verse. As Christ. And this I say. Now watch this, watch, this, watch this. He starts talking covenant terminology. He said, "And this I say, that he. Look at this. My God in heaven. That the covenant was confirmed. And this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after cannot disenow. That would make What? That would make this thing of the promise a none effect. He said, look, he said, this ain't about the law, this promise. This is a promise I made in the beginning with Abraham. Covenant promise that I'm not backing up on my word. Well, that's what he says here. Keep going. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more promise of God. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. You see it? You see it? Are you getting it? He said, I didn't give this to Abraham because Abraham was good. I gave it to him because I made a covenant with him and gave him a promise. And Abraham had one element to get those promises to come to pass, faith. Now, now watch this now. Grace provided all of it. See, this is the thing with grace. This is why you got to have grace in your mix. Grace gave you everything. You didn't even know you needed to be saved. You didn't even know. It's done. But here's the thing. You still need faith to access it. See, everybody, well, God's just going to do it by osmosis. God ain't going to do jack. He's done. He finished it. It's over. Grace provided everything you need in life. But you got to have faith to take it. Because see, here's the thing faith is the element. See, mankind has one responsibility. See, the New Testament believer has one responsibility, just to believe. I told you this the only sin you and I ever commit as a New Testament believer is unbelief. You just don't believe it. This is all it's about. If you said to me, What's the one element you need? You need faith. Because if you don't have faith, you cannot receive what God already provided. It'd be kind of like this. I tell you, I'm going to come pick you up. I come and go, all right, Mr. Bob, I'm coming to get you 7 o'clock. Tomorrow I'm going to pick you up. 7 o'clock we're going bowling. You bowl? Do you really? I don't bowl. I don't know about it. The kids do it. I'm not any good at it. So I tell Bob, I go to Bob, I go, Mr. Bob, we're going bowling. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock I'm going to pick you up and we're going to spin them, Man. Bob doesn't get up. If I call him, Mr. Bob, then morning, tomorrow morning, I call him. Mr. Bob will come at 7 o'clock. Mr. Bob don't get up at 9 o'clock in the morning after he talks to me and go, I really pray Pastor Chris comes and gets me today. He don't stay at 9 o'clock, 9, I confess. No, he 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 believes what he heard. He, and he plans his day around getting ready to go bowling. You know what I'm saying? He got his bowling shirt out. He puts he puts his bowling pants on. Come on, somebody. He makes sure he got good socks because you know they give you those weird shoes when you go there, and you've got just bad socks. You know what I mean? You, you're gonna be have stinky feet because God knows who is wearing those things without socks, right? So he, he prepares for. That. He don't sit there all day long going, I really hope he, I really hope he comes. I really hope he comes. I really hope he comes. Now, some people you talk to, you pray like that. You really hope they come because their character has proven them not to be faithful. You see what I'm saying? But, God, you could trust his promise. That's what it is. See, the quality of the promise is based by the person who gave it. God said, I gave this promise. I'm coming. You can guarantee I'll be ready to go bowling. Come on. I'm not really going bowling tomorrow, by the way. So don't think I'm coming because I don't know nothing about bowling. We'll go eat or something one day. All right? But I'm good at eating. I'm not a bad fisherman either. Come on. Hey, you like that? It's That's funny. I'm definitely an excellent golfer, better than all these guys around here. I got, oh, yeah, that's good. That's my faith confession. That's my faith. Calm down. Don't get all nervous. We all know who the best is. Come on. It ain't me. Come on. Look at this right here. You guys got to lighten up. I had to tell them last night. You got to laugh a little. It's good. Leave that up there about that promise. I want you to see this. But are you getting what I'm saying? Now you're pulling this in. Now I'm, gonna make it, I'm making it make sense, right? But I want you to see this. This is important. So the Holy Spirit within you can what? Create. Now, why has he got to create? It's already finished. It's in a different world. You got to get it to show up in this world. And what he does, for if the inheritance be of law, come on, it is no more a promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Now, watch, keep going. Just going to go. Ahead. Wherefore, what? He that served the law was added because of transgression till the seed should come. To whom the promise was made, and it was ordained by angels in the hand of mediator. What's that mean? He sealed this deal of promises, waiting for you. Look at the last verse, three twenty-nine. You know it, and I want to go take you to this other place. Now, a mediator is a mediator, one God. Go to three twenty-nine. Let them just see it, because you know that Abraham Abraham's blessing came on you. You all know this stuff, but I want you to see this. And if you be Christ, are you Christ? Then you're Abraham's seed, and your heir according to the what's the promise? What's the promise? According to the promise, Christ in you. What does he bring? All the promises. How in the world is he going to say to you, yes and amen? You could have everything in that Bible. Because he gave you to God that could get you all the yes and amens out of it. He's living in you. Now it's not up to God, it's up to you. What can you believe? What can you receive? What can you have access to? This is what faith's all about. Oh, I, I got it all. You can only have what you can conceive. You can only have what you can consume. You can only, see, the whole book's yes. he said, I gave you a more short word of prophecy. What's that more short word of prophecy? That book on your lap. The promises of God. Are you getting this? You got the promise to be healed? Yes. You got the promise to be blessed? Yes. You got the promise to overcome? Yeah, you got every promise in the book. You can have it. But now here's the key. Do you have the faith to receive it? Because once you can receive it, all you got to do is keep that seed in the place it needs to be. Because the promise Creator on the inside will hold it and release the power within it. And when you speak it, oh, I'm telling you what you do. This you got to get the image of it on the inside. And once you get the image of it on the inside, you get the word of God coming out of your mouth, you can create it on the outside. That's what God did. Confession is key. That's why you gotta do all that talking. But you got to see this. Now go over here. I'm getting excited about it, but you know what I'm saying? I got so I got the Holy Spirit. And this, let me break it down, okay? Go to 2 Peter 1.3. The Holy Spirit is in me. He's got all spiritual blessings. He's got everything I need. He's in me. Living, moving, and having his being. What do I do? I got to go get the promises and put them in me. But I thought the promises are in me. No, the promise keeper's on the inside of you. Okay? You don't know the word of God and neither do I till I teach myself the word of God. You understand that? This book ain't in me. He gave me the Holy Spirit, man. Oh, man! You seeing this? This, he, this is why he gave you the Holy Ghost. This is why he gave you the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God's running around. He will use a. What you find in that book, you can keep. What you find in that book, you can keep. I found. I found some healing script. They're yours. What, but here is it. I mean, but how long? Don't you get into time? Don't you get into none of this nonsense? Did you get it? You got the. This is why. It's good for me to go. Why well, is it good for you to go, Jesus? I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost. Why, why, why would I rather you be around? No, no, no. This Holy Ghost is better than me being around. Why is that? Because hes I could be with you, but he's going to be in you. <laughs> you don't have to depend on me. I'm going to be living on you in the inside of you, and we'll depend on him, and it's going to change your world. So now we got him living in us. And we gotta, you got to know what you got access to. See, that book gave you access granted. You see it? What do you mean? You could have all of them. There's promises in the thing from cover to cover. You dig them out. It's like gold. How many of you need that promise of healing when you find, Look at what it says here. Now, go to 2 Peter. Now, you've seen it, right? So, I got the Holy Spirit by promise in me, and all he's looking to do is, by faith, give me some promises. Give me some promises to put in me, and guess what you do? You hold on to them, and if you could hold on, this is what faith's all about. Remember we read it, Mark chapter 4? The seed of it will grow in you, and then once you allow it to grow in you, see, here's the problem. Don't speak prematurely, but you better start speaking now. But you got to have a promise in you before you start opening your mouth, because if you ain't rooted, phew, we ain't going to see no fruit of this stuff. And the problem was this, guys. You didn't have a problem with faith. Please don't think your faith is not good. Your faith is great. We didn't understand the elements of faith, and therefore we stood on something for a while, but we forfeited it because we stopped saying it because we didn't see nothing changing in the natural realm. You started to look into emotional response to tell me whether this stuff's working or not. That's why I don't get excited when they tell you it's going good. Don't get it, Man, I never get excited about none of that stuff. That's a a secret right there. Oh, they say you're doing great. I was like, yeah, whatever. Because see, here's the problem. No, I'm being truthful. Because I'm going to tell you something, the devil, he's a nitwit. Oh, it's great. What if it ain't great tomorrow? I'm not moving up or down. I'm staying the same all the time. I'm going to rejoice. You understand what I'm saying? But you don't mean like, oh, it looks good, Brother Paul. Brother Paul, it looks good. It looks good. I'm happy, but I'm not, I'm not claiming victory just yet. I'm just hanging on. I'm just saying, hey, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to stay good, and I know I got victory. You know what I'm saying? Because this thing tries to get you emotionally. Oh, we're doing good. Yay. Whatever he comes back and says, we ain't doing good. I don't care what you say anyway, bro. You ain't the thermometer or barometer of my life. I'm going to go up and down with you. I know what the Bible said. Now I'm going to rejoice. You understand what I'm saying? Like if we're believing God, and me and Paul believe in God, and he goes, Pastor Chris, we're getting in this big deal, and we're doing good, and they say everything's great. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to make a lot of money. Praise God, great. But I'm not going to go, oh, my God, they're saying pull the shoot. It's a, no, we ain't going nowhere. Did God tell us get in this? If God told us get in it, we ain't leaving, we ain't budging, we ain't moving, we're staying till we win. You see what I'm saying? I ain't going, oh, the Dow's up. Big deal. The Dow's staying the same every day in my life. You understand what I'm saying? You can't get on this rollercoaster of emotion. I'm up, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down. I'm staying the same. Stay in the Word, you stay the same. You stay the same if you stay in the Word. And then they say, well, you know, you're you're just from another planet. Oh, y'all need to come from my planet. Faith world. Come on, somebody. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying, man? That's kind of funny if I think about it right now. (laughs) You know, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny, right? No, you got to stay in this arena because this way. If I look at my emotions, I don't know if I'm saved some days. Come on, guys. So just stay in this arena. So you see what I'm saying? So you put the the promise. Now you understand what I'm trying to say? He gave you the Holy Spirit because He can produce every promise that Word gave you. But you got to understand the process. i got to get the truth. Faith comes by hearing. Once faith comes, for the matter, I have the source to reproduce it in my life. Now, I'm going to show you this. Look at this 2 Peter. You all right? I'm not going to keep you all night, but you got to get this element. Just write notes. You'll get it. According as his divine power that hath given us all things that pertain unto life and God. Now, don't that sound familiar? Second Peter 1. See it? Did you pull it in? Second Peter 1, 3. Everybody write it down. Just write it down. You see it? According as is what? Divine power. What does divine power do? Read it. According as his divine power hath given us all things. Divine power. There's divine power that gave us every day. Now watch this. According as his divine power, hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, I don't know about you, but that's natural life and spirit life. He's got the whole thing covered. Look at this. Through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. Come on now, watch this. Whereby are get you see this? you reading it? You're you getting it? We got all power. Go back. Go back. Go back. Watch this. You need to see this. Go back. Right there. According as divine power, giving us all things. According as his divine. Don't that sound like Ephesians 1 and 3? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ? Got it all. Divine power. Where's this divine power? Now, you got to say something. There's power in you, but there's power in the promise. This is the connectability of it. I got the incubator to produce it. I just need some divine material to create it. Now, let me show you. Now, you got to pay attention to this is real revelation. You ready? He can produce what you project before Him. But He cannot produce without the right picture in front of Him. That's your human spirit. Your human spirit has been illuminated by God. You forget this. And your human spirit has been so illuminated by God. That's the new you. You've been made in the likeness and the image of God. So what God did was when God came in. I, I'm going to show you this in a minute. Let me read this. Let me go to John one, and we're going to bounce around. You're going to see this, right? So let me just read. Let me just read. It. According, I'm going to read this. We're going to go to John one and one in a minute. Okay, first, not first John, but John chapter one one. Okay, just so right there. According as His divine power hath given on us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us in the glory and virtue. Praise God. Whereby are given unto us exceeding, come on somebody, whereby are given unto us what? Exceeding great and precious promises. Now watch this now. Great, 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 (laughs) I love it. Given unto us great, precious promises That by these, by these what, great and precious promises, you might be a what, a partaker of a divine nature. What you mean? So if I get these precious promises, I can become a partaker of a divine nature. What divine means godly, don't it? Come on, you understand that divine divinity, ain't that right? Become a divine divine partaker. So I got these promises. My God in heaven. If I can get the promises on the outside to connect with the promiser on the inside, I've got the connection of what I need to do. Because you've got to understand something here now. Faith has always been two places. It's in the mouth. It's in the heart. Promises are within, and the promises are alive in that book. You understand what I'm saying? So the Holy Spirit needs the material to create. Do you get that? He's a creator. And God was, he hovered over the earth when God, and God said, and the Holy Spirit did. He's the doer side. So you got to give him material to work with. He's waiting like an incubator to produce everything for you. Go to John 101, you're going to see it, because it's all about light. Because if you don't have the right illumination, you can't see right. And so so this, this stuff will help you. Now, it's a little bit, it's, this is faith seminar, you know what I mean? I'm going to wrap it all up in the back, but this is why I'm getting you this. I'm trying to give you proof so as you go back and meditate over this stuff, you're going to be like, oh, I'm seeing what he's saying. He's saying I got the promise maker on the inside, and I got the promises of the word of God, and if I can get the promises of the word of God in me, I could become a partaker because the power in that word will change me. You better believe it. And once it changes you when you put it in you, when you speak it, it'll create what it's been sent to do. This is how it works. Let me ask you a question. Man, I was telling Gigi, because the kids were asking me questions. I said, I, and they, I, I, I told Lukey to thing. I tell them all the same thing. I, you guys should ride with me in the car. It's fun. I said, I said you got to call it. I said, what do you mean? I said, you got to call it. Call what? Call whatever you want. You got to call it from the dimension it's in and into the dimension you're in. Whatever you can't see right now, you got to call from the faith dimension to come into this dimension. And the only thing it responds to is words. Dominion is found in words. you got to call it from the faith dimension to come into this dimension. And that's the only way you can get it to come from the other dimension but into this dimension. Because I'm going to say this. I think words are the work that produces what faith has already provided on the other side. And without words, they can't get here. Because everybody thinks the action side is the doing. I think the action side is the speaking before it's the ever the doing. I think it starts with think, say, and do. Because he said in Ephesians, exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. So that means your thinker is important. Because if you don't think right, you don't get capacity. If you don't get capacity, you don't get the, the ability to conceive something. You cannot speak something you have not conceived. You won't, it won't move your mouth. If you can't see yourself, you won't move your mouth. You all right? You're just thinking? You're just thinking? Okay, good. You go back to that other scripture. You want to see this John 101? We're going to come back. Now, this divine partaker is powerful. So I'm going to show you how to put it together. You got This is what you got to do. You got the Holy Spirit on the inside. You understand? Know you got him? He's waiting for material. Guess where you get him material from? The promises of God. You put those promises of God in you. How you get them in you? You got to speak them. With your mouth. See, you activate the promises of God by the words of your mouth. That's what Jesus did. He spoke. You know what Jesus said? He called those things that be not as though they were. See, this is where people think you're weird. Well, you're more like God the more you speak. He calleth those things that be not. He calleth those things that be not. He calleth those things that be not as though they were. People think you're stupid. What are you talking to? Oh, my God, you talk to yourself? You should be talking all day long. You got to talk to it. You got to tell people ain't going to put the work in on this. But if you do, you'll get the results. But how many you want it bad enough? You're going to get it. And I'm not saying you got to do this all day long, but you got to start doing it. This is how you do it. I got to speak those promises out of my mouth. And when I speak them out of my mouth, guess what You, do? It's kind of like a random, it's kind of like this. So the word that's in my heart, remember we read James 1 last night? The word in my, he be not but a doer of the word, but a forgetful hearer. He, he's talking about words. How are you going to be a doer of the word? This joker only talks about words. How are you going, how are you going to walk in love? How are you going to walk in love without words? Answer me this stuff. What are, you, what are you talking about? Action. What action? I come to your house to console you. I walk in the door. I just stand there. I'm not consoling you without words. I can get to the place, but without words, I can't get across. What I'm carrying. I can come there and try to help you. But if I don't open my mouth, nothing changes. Words. Speaking to it. Look what it says in John 1 1. is important now. Watch this now. You okay? In the beginning, in the beginning, y'all know this. You know this verbatim, but I don't want to leave none, of, I don't want to leave none of that stuff out. In the beginning was the oh, brother. In the beginning was the what? And the word, Woo! come on. Words, words are create. I'm telling you what. I got, you know, man, oh, man, I got stuff in here. Yeah, words. Words obviously create the images we see. Words do this stuff. I'm telling you, man. Let me pull this in because I, I put something in here I want you to get. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was it in the beginning with God. All now watch this now. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything that was made. It's creation Everything that's made was made by God. The things you see, the things you don't see. You know what it says in Second, second Peter, we're gonna go there. Everything you see is temporal, everything you don't see is eternal. You know what the problem is? You think this seen world is the real world. The see, write this down. The seen world is a temporal world. It ain't real. The eternal is the unseen realm, the stuff you don't see. You think this world's going to last? This thing ain't lasting? We're, we're out of here, man. A new heaven and new earth is coming. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I know you're pulling this in so it's cute. You ready? In him, now you better get this now. This is so good. All things were made by him. You got that? And without him was not anything made. In him was Zoe, life. And the life was the light. Did you pull that in? Did you pull that in? So everybody say life is light. And the light shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Now, wait a minute. What would you mean? stop, 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 stop. Now, think about this. What do you mean light? When did light shine in darkness, and darkness didn't get it? In the beginning, the earth was dark and void, and God said, light be. And light took over the darkness. And light's been taking over darkness every second, every minute thereafter. And it ain't stopping. Don't look at this nonsense and think it's over. It ain't over. We're winning. We're going to win. I just want to fight all the way to the finish. And the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended night. There was a man sent from God. The same came in his witness to bear witness of the light. He was not that light. All of a sudden now he's a light. Jesus became a light. Jesus is the light. He's talking about Jesus, man. But all of a sudden, now we call him Jesus the light. Why are we call Jesus the light? Because he's the illuminator. And the light or the life was the light. The Zoe is the light. In you is light. Watch what he says here. Watch what he says here. You're going to see this now. That the same came as when? He was not the light, but he was saying, bear witness of the light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh in the world. He's saying, you lit. You lit on the inside. Light. Now, let me explain to that. What's that mean? Your spirit is an illuminator. Your spirit is a light source. Why is that important? Because whatever image you put in front of that light source is the image you will project into your future. You better get this. This is what it comes down to. Now, watch. I'm gonna show you. Look at this. You ready for this? Go. go I got a, I got a good one for you, Kelly. Proverbs 20:27, 20, Passion Translation. I know we got it. Just it says the T, a TPT or something like that. Proverbs 20:27, 20, in the King James says this: "The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching out all the inward parts of the belly." Okay, do you understand it? The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching out all the inward parts of the belly. Look what Proverbs 20, 27 says in the Passion Translation. I'm not going to keep you that long. Just stay with me. The spirit of God breathed into man is a living lamp, a shining light searching into the innermost chamber of our beings. That's, he's saying he's illuminating. There's light in the word. There's light in you. When the light of that word comes in, revelation gets exposed. But your spirit man, your spirit man is lighting or illuminating everything you bring within yourself. Why is that so important? Because whatever you bring in front of you, you're magnifying. If you bring negative into you, you're going to magnify it. If you bring negative stuff in, it's going to magnify. You bring sick in, you're going to magnify. Your spirit is designed to create. It could create good, and it could create bad. It's jo- Let me tell you, listen. the job of your spirit is to create. Light creates an image. Look what it says right here. And second, when the light has agreement, the light and the spirit connects. But watch this one. Second Corinthians 4 and 4 amplified I'm going to read it. You know, he says, where well, the God of this world is trying to blind the light, try to keep it, from it. For the God of this world, it's 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. I put it in the Amplified. I'll give you a minute to get there. But basically we're saying, why is it so important to get light? Because your spirit's pumping light out. Because, it see, life, remember this, say Zoe. Say Zoe. It's the life of God. The Zoe is the light. Does that make sense? So in you is light. What's that mean? Your human spirit is a projection of light. That's the spirit of God. If you put a picture in front, how do they see that stupid image up there? You know how they do that? Light. Light in the lens. That's all that is, pixels. How do you get an image up there? Light in the lens. You put the dots together. That's what he told. You know, like, I'm not a brilliant genius when it comes to this stuff, but you know I like to say? Uh, you know, you got, like, you got all these, all these things are lumens. If you want to go spend money on one of those things, the projectors, you go get like this, the higher the lumens, the more the money. It's a clearer picture. You don't know see what I'm saying? So here's what I'm saying. So if you want to get this thing crisp, you gotta get you got to get light and them dots to converge on it. Look like TV for you. You know, like your TV, some of you got like one of those, you got like one of those, you got one of those TVs, you know, you know, how many dots? Right? It's pixels, right? LED. That's the hot thing. LED. You look at LED. You ever watch? You ever go there? You ever go to Sam's? You walk around? One of them looks real good. The $5,000 one looks better than the $1,000 one. Why? More light, more pixels. You see what I'm saying? This is what it is. You're a light. You're a light. Your spirit's a light source. What image are you putting in front of it? You start putting those promises and only those promises in front of that day, it's going to produce itself. I'm telling you, it's a law. The devil knows it. He's trying to get you to look at the wrong pictures so you get the wrong idea, so you get the wrong words, so you get the wrong identity, so you get the wrong speech, you get the wrong walk, you get the wrong talk. And it all came because of an idea. Because an idea, unrebuked, becomes an identity you now have created in your life. You got to get rid of it. Did you pull it in? So you're looking at these these pictures, and you got to refuse the wrong pictures because my spirit is going to project whatever I put in front of it, and the enemy knows it. But if I can keep those promises right. So look what it says here in the Amplified. It says, for the God of this world has blinded the unbelievers' minds that they should not discern the truth, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel. The gospel's lit. It's alive, man. When the light of the gospel, the word of God is a lamp, that's light. Unto my feet, it's the light unto my path. It's illuminated, it's alive. So when I keep the light in me, connected to the light from the promise of God, I'm flowing in illumination. Now that sounds kind of weird, but I'm going to explain to you why it's so important. Because your spirit projects whatever you put in front of it. It's a law. Are you getting it? This is why you're not allowed to meditate in anything but the truth. Because if you don't meditate in the truth, you're gonna project the wrong image and the next thing it's gonna become your reality. Here's the thing, right? I was talking about confession, you know? And I said, I was this. The affirmation of the Word of God is like a dimmer switch. The more you speak it, the more you turn the light up. The more you don't, the dimmer it gets. But here's the other side of the dimmer the more the problems arise. The more you speak the word of God, you turn up the light, the dimmer the problem becomes. You got to get your mouth moving in the direction. Why? Because every time I'm speaking out of my spirit, I'm producing the promise in my atmosphere. This is very important. Now, why is it? It isn't what you're doing when you're speaking because if people don't know what they're doing when they're speaking, they're not going to speak. Because I'm going to show you something here and then we're going to go back to that second Peter because I really want you to get this. This is so good. Right? If you could get the image, this is what I was trying to tell you. Look at, remember, watch this. You remember Genesis eleven four? Remember I told you the other night, the Tower of Babel. These jokers had the image in the words. Jesus said, "Look, man, th- this is good." Right? Go, go to Genesis eleven four. Look at this. You got to read this. You okay? You all right on time? Everybody, all right? You getting this? Because the image is a picture. Imagination is a picture. All an image is is an illuminated picture. Where'd you get that image from? Where'd you get the image of lack? It's a picture. It came in words. Words, look, guys, let me help you here. Watch this. You're going to love this. You don't say cat. You don't say C-A-T. You don't, dog, you really go, hey, D-O-G. No, come on. Do you ever do that? How many got, how many, who got a dog? Anybody got a dog? What's your, you got a dog? Yeah, Ellis. What's your dog's name? Pia. He don't go out there and go, "Hey, dog." You don't do that with Sasha. Hey, hey, dog. You didn't do that. What'd you do? Call him by name. Why? Because words are pictures. Every word is a picture. You don't say, Cat, you call your kitty. Come on! You don't go out there, hey, D.O.G., hey, D.O.G., hey, he got a name. He got a name. Why? Because everything that has a name comes in a picture. You seeing this? Money, hey, you don't know think M O N E Y, M O N E Y? No, things connect to money that produce wealth in your eyes. You don't know see what I'm saying? Look, man, when you start thinking of certain stuff, you think of money. Come on, man, are you pulling this in? They're pictures. It's pictures. Why do you think labels mean something to people? Because a label means something. It's a picture. Everything you think is a picture, they're images. Your whole life's an image. Happy is an image. Come on, guys. You don't think H-A-P-P-Y. Everything's an image. Everything's an image. Why? Because that's how we live. And if you get the right image in front of the projector, guess what starts happening? You have the right actions on the outside. I'm telling you, listen to me. So pull this in. we got to look at this, okay? Because I think this will pull you here. So watch this. Genesis 11.4. Just go there. I know I'm keeping you for a minute, but it's going to be all right. Watch this. Look what it says here. Genesis 11.4. It's the Tower of Babel. Then we'll go to another place and we'll wrap it up. Watch this. And they said, go to, and let us build a city and a tower that top may reach into heaven. And let us make a name. At least we've scattered aboard upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and a tower which the children of men built. They're building a tower of Babel. People think this is stupid. And the Lord said, behold, this people's in one place, having all one language, And they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained for them to do which they've imagined to do. Go to and let us go down and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. You better get this now. Look at me. He could not change the image they had on the inside, it was already conceived. The only way to stop it was not let it come out of their mouth. Too late to stop them from conceiving it. They already seen it. And now because they seen it, they're definitely going to be able to do it. But if you mess up the language, they can't get the image on the inside out of them. And therefore, it'll never come to pass. You could have all the image on the inside you got and think you have. But if you didn't come out of your mouth, it'll never come to pass. You got to pull it in, guys. You got to say You gotta conceive it and you gotta say it. Now you're gonna ask me a great question. God God was, you think that they died with that image? They didn't let go of that image. That image was already conceived," he said. "But I'm going to tell you what I do. If I can mess up their mouth, I can stop what's on the inside from coming out of them, and therefore they'll never be able to do it. That's a negative, but the positive. What's your life going to look like when you get the image of it, and then you start releasing the words that go behind it, and you start creating what God has already said? That's why Second Peter is so important. Go there now. Now it's got a whole new meaning. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this now. Because Second Peter, man, I'm telling you right now. Words create the images we internally see. That's why God confused their language. The problem is this. If you get God's voice and your mind hooked upon this word, there ain't nothing stopping you. Watch this. I'm going to give you this thing and we're going to go. Here we go. Ready? Watch this. Watch this. This is so good. Pull this in. And I'm going to show you this. According as is divine. Go there. Woo! We're going to get this, right? According as is divine power. Hath given in us all things that pertain in life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us into glory and virtue, whereby are given in us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be a partaker of a divine nature. So what he's saying is if you get these exceeding great and precious promises in you, you can partake this divine nature. Did you see that? Well, how do I do that? So now here it is. Write this down. I'm going to give you a lot of stuff to write, but write it down. It's going to change your life. Ready? God filled his word with faith. And faith filled every promise God has given us. Okay? So pull this in. It's going to be a little bit of writing. It's going to be worth it. It'll be on the video. If you're home, write it down. So God filled his word with faith and faith filled every promise God has given us. When we speak his word, we release God's faith into our life and into our circumstances. Because the faith for the promise is in the promise. And he gave you the faith to speak the promise To release the faith that's within the promise. You're going to have to go slow now. Faith filled the promise. That's why faith comes when you hear. Because faith is in the promise. He gave you his faith, the measure of faith. Romans says, 12 and 3, you have the measure of faith. That means he gave, and Galatians said it, Paul explained it to you. He said, it's no longer I will live, but Christ will lives me. in me. life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. God gave you his faith when you got saved. You got saving faith the minute you got saved. You got a measure of faith. Now you're developing your faith. You go from faith to faith. So God put in the promise his faith potential to produce the promise. Because just like the seed, in the seed is the potential to produce the seed. So you say, what kind of faith? Well, when you find money, seed, you found money, faith. You, You need healing? By his stripes you were healed? That ain't just some scripture, buddy. That's the potential in there to turn any situation around. And he gave you the faith to unlock the faith that's within the promise. Exceeding great and precious promise. By these you might become part. They're alive. That's what I was telling you last night. I don't know how valuable the Word of God is. It's the most valuable source on the face of the earth. You just got to put enough faith in it when you hear it to know that's what God said. You understand? But where is the faith? The faith was in the promise. Let me just keep reading. You're going to see it. So God put the faith or the substance. How do I get faith for whatever I need? You must get it from God's word, and then you'll what? You'll get faith. God gave you all things through his promises. Write that down. God didn't just give you all things because you were Christian. He gave him all things through the promises because you got separated from God. And the only way to get you back to God was to give you a promises based on a covenant that now has to be accessed by faith. Just because God gave you life doesn't mean you're going to be a partaker of the promises. You got to go get them by faith. That's why you got to find them and believe them when you see them. Now watch. The word of God. God gave us all things through his promises so we could be partakers of a divine nature. The word of God has been given to us in promise form. The promises of God is the source of all that God has been given. So God put his faith in his promises. And when you put his promises in you you release the faith for the promise in your life by believing and confessing the promise you release the potential within the promise cuz the faith for the promise is within itself that's what he was saying in ephesians all spiritual blessing that's what he's saying in galatians i gave you the holy ghost to bear witness with the promise When you put the seed of the promise in your heart, which is your spirit, and you allow that seed to grow in your spirit, when you speak out of the place of the heart, you release the potential of the faith that was in, and faith substance has now been released. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope comes from the word. Hope for the evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report. Where they get a good report? What do, what'd do they say when a, a spy showed up with a bad report? Your evil mouth. The report is your mouth. By it, the world was framed by the word of God. Man, words are the blueprint of your life. You're putting it together. You see it? The wor- by, by what? By words. You form your world. Right, so you, you Pull this in. You got to look at me. I'm done. I'm going home. Come on. The word of God is filled with faith. You better get this. The word of God is filled with faith. With faith. And faith comes by hearing. And if you're receiving faith by hearing the word of God, then God's word must be filled with faith. Because if there wasn't faith in it, you couldn't receive faith by hearing it. So here's how you do it. Watch this. Ready? You can play. Watch this. Come here. So I'm walking around. I go. I need faith for money, man. I need some money. Money's easy. Healing. I'm gonna go through all of them. I need money. You're looking for a job? Great. Get a job. Get a new job. Get five jobs. That's not what I'm talking about. I need prosperity kind of faith money. Well, you got to go find some scripture. Uh, He'll meet all my needs according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I got it. So now all someone do. I got the. Where's the. Where's the faith for prosperity? It's in the word. Where is the faith for the prosperity? The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. It's in the word. When I hear the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow, guess what happens? Faith comes. Now I got to make a decision. I accept that I put it in me. Once I put it in the illuminating spot, the light in that word is now shining inside of me. My spirit's down with it and says, okay, good. Now I what? Now here's the thing about fruition. First the blade, then the ear, then the full kernel in the ear. There's a process to this. You say, well, I said it. Don't just say it right away. Understand it. You leave that word in you, go, go to the description. Blessed the Lord, maketh rich and out of no sorrow. I got that one. I like that. He who knew no sin became sin, so that I could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That helps me, but that don't really get me there. Heal me to all my needs according to his riches and glory. Heal me to all my needs. He was rich and became poor so I could become rich. So in his poverty, I found wealth. I got some, I'm loading up. Now I got agreement. You put that in there, you convince yourself of God's prosperity. This you, you just hang it for a minute. And then what you do? You start speaking it. Then you start acting upon what faith does there. I start giving. See it? Now I start speaking. I start speaking. When I speak, I release. The more I release, guess what I do? The more I materialize. The more you start saying, what do you do? Faith is a substance of things, home for things not seen, evidence things not seen. I start putting new material out my, guess what I start doing? I start creating a new world I start living in. It's called prosperity world. Right. You know what you did? I'm going to show you how some of you prospered. You heard a word. He said, I agree with that. I think I am supposed to prosper. People have been rejecting for a decade. You know what you did? You started talking prosperity. Well, we're going to be, uh, you know what you did? You cleaned your mouth up. We, ain't, we can't afford that. Hush your mouth. Don't talk like that. We can afford anything we want. Maybe maybe, maybe you ain't just getting it right now. I'm going to go back to the dealership and say, what color? I'll pick it out now. I went in there. I didn't know what I, I told you that story. I went in there, dude, I'm, dudes pressure you, you know? And it was expensive, man. Those cars were expensive. Back then, I was like, man, that thing's lasts a lot of money. And the guy looked at me and said, what do you think? What do you think? You know, he's like, kind of come get me. You know, not in a bad way, but you're, you know, you're you're being, the, you're the guy being the goober. The guy's working and you're like getting in it. Like, you know, you like, you look like you're going to do something. You ain't going to do nothing. you just tire kicking. But you look cute, you know. And I remember going with my buddy because that was back in the day when they told you you got to see it. We don't talk like this in church no more. Remember when I told you? I remember preachers telling me, you better go ride in the fancy neighborhood and see yourself there. You shouldn't do that. This is exa- this is why we went. We went because of church. The church said, you better go to the fancy neighborhood and ride around a little bit and see yourself there. Some of you need to do that. Go take a ride in the money neighborhood and get excited. Go, I belong here. So we went to the fancy car dealership. Me and my buddy. We had three nickels to rub together. Knit with one and knit with two, right? We go in there. And I like I got in there, you know. I found the one in the showroom, not the one outside. You know, I was like, because the nice stuff's in there. But I got in that thing. I said, Praise the Lord, I look good in this thing. You know, I was playing with the mirror and jerking around. You know, one of the guys tried to make a living. He's like, So what do you think, guys? And I was like, Ah, oh, yeah. And he was like getting a little bit into it, getting a little bit. And I didn't want to say, you know, like, Dude, I can't buy this car. This car's like crazy. It's like, you know, I don't remember what it was then. I, I wasn't gonna be able to do it. And I never forget. I was like, I can't. I don't want to say nothing negative. So how do you get out of this? You know, how do you get out of this? You know what I mean? And we were getting ready to go, and I be like, oh, yeah, it's nice. You know what i mean. And I got quick witted a little quick. I said, I don't know what color I want. I'll be back. That's <laughs> <laughs> quick on your feet there, Jared. That was pretty good. I don't know what color I want. I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? But it was like a mentality like, don't think you can't afford this. Don't you ever say you can't afford something. See, it's a mentality. And then you started living it in another level. You know, see, everybody does it look it. It's an image before it ever becomes a voice. It's a voice before it ever becomes a reality. You see how the progression of it, but you got to get it in you. Same thing with healing. I haven't had a, he- I haven't had a headache in 20 years. Kenneth Hagen got on a platform one time. He said, I didn't, I used to get headaches. And he said, one day walking across the campus, he said, I'm serious. I'm not kidding you. I'm, sorry, I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. He did it in the pulpit. He said this. He was walking across the campus, He said, no, you're not. Smacked himself right in the head. No, you're not. And walked around. And he said, I ain't had a headache in 20 years. I said, well, this guy ain't got no headache in 20 years. I don't want one. Now, listen, I'm being sure you develop your faith. Are you pulling this in? How'd you get faith for healing? These guys were talking healing. I started living beyond the common cold. They said all the people get sick. Now, sometimes you got to fight symptoms and you go through stuff. And I'm not sitting here saying it. But guess what? I was, I, I thought of it. There was a string of years. I didn't get sick for 10 years. Every year I was gone and I was in the incubator and stuff. I didn't get sick, not, not normal stuff. I didn't get no flus or none of this junk. You know what I mean? Why? You build faith for healing in that area. You know what I mean? You fight symptoms. You get stuff. Sometimes you got to go. I go to a doctor. I do all that stuff. And You know, I do things. But guess what? You got to start building your faith. You got to start building your faith for healing. What do you do? Came in a seed. I started reading Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and power, went about doing good, healed all those oppressed and the devil. I said sickness and disease is the devil's oppression. If Jesus ain't dealing with it, why would I deal with it? My body, oh my God. Man, I. I oh my God, things I did. To my body. I made my body do it. I hopped on it one time. I twisted my ankle real bad one time. Miss Yolanda, she might be watching. She, she looked, she said, Pastor Chris, that thing don't look good. I said, what do I do with it? She goes, do this, do this. That. Next Two days later, I was working out on it. I taped it up and just jumped on it. Well, you're crazy. Well, don't be me. But I said, no, your body's not allowed to do what it wants to do. I'm going to tell it what to do. Shut up, body. You do what I tell you to do. You can't let your body, your body, you don't think your body's speaking? Leave it there long enough. It'll tell you it hurts, it aches, it pains, it's this, I want to do this. Tell your body, shut up. You shut up and you do what I told you. See, that's kind of rough, but you got to get rough with it. Paul said, I beat my body in this objection. I don't let it tell me what to do. I tell it what to do. I'm a spirit. I have a body. You know what I mean? I'm a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body, but it's my, you know, spirit to body is body. Tell it. Tell it to work. Tell it to function. Tell it to move. Tell it. Tell it. Your mind, that thing will go off the deep end if you leave it alone. Tell it. The word of God is divine power to change your mind, change your body, change your life, change your mind. But here's the thing. I got to put those promises in me because they create an image of a divine nature. See, the illumination of the spirit inside of you is illuminating the pictures you put in front of it. You start putting in there blessed, healthy, wealthy, Whole, peace, calm, good, fruit, (sighs) godly marriage. Come on, man. This don't look like the normal stuff. You start, then what do you do? You start speaking it. This is how faith works. This is how you do it. And you speak it. And you speak it. And you speak it. And you keep saying, and you don't stop saying nothing he calleth those things. He calleth those things that be not. Well, how long do I keep calling it till it shows up? Call it. See, we get we get weary in the well-doing. Just keep calling it. Call it. You got to call it. He put, this is the mystery of the kingdom. He put the faith in the promise. When you put faith in the promise, the faith in the promise puts faith in you. You got to get this now. He gave you his faith. He didn't give you his faith in every area. He gave you his faith to... to <laughs> you get this. What did he give you the faith for, Galatians 3? I gave you the faith for the promise. And the promises are connected to the promise. I gave you the faith to unlock the promise... Within the promise is the faith for the promise. I got enough faith to go, oh, I believe the promise. Once I believe the promise and put that promise in me, it has the divine nature to change my DNA. And then when that DNA gets changed, I could let the faith out of my mouth that came from the promise create in my future what I need from the promise. But I don't have all those promises in me until I find them. They're in that book. I got the promise of the Holy Spirit, and he gives me access to the promises that are in that Bible. That's why yes and amen. There's some stuff you ain't never going to see that other people see they get. That's okay. Maybe I'm not supposed to find everything, but the stuff I find, it's mine. You see it? I told you a story, man. Guys want stuff and believe. Don't critique anybody's place of faith. That's where they want to go. Let them go. But did you get that? Because I'm not leaving till you get it. He gave you faith. He said, Look, he said, I gave it to you for the promises. He said, I gave you the I gave you the seed. The Holy Spirit. He said into the seed plural. What? The promise, the singular, I meant to say. The singular to get the plural. The promise gives you the promises. He said, Look, I gave you the faith to get the promises. It's a covenant agreement. I gave you my faith to unlock the promises. Now, what's your job? Go find those promises. And then what do you do? Take your faith and go, I believe it. I receive it. I accept it. I agree with it. The minute you agree with it, it comes inside of you. You digest it. What was Mark chapter 4 all about? Seed in the ground. The ground is your heart. The seed is the word. That's what Mark Charles 4 is all about. He's like, don't get a stony heart because you'll reject the seeds. Let that seed sit in there and get root. Let your heart be the garden of God. That's your spirit, man. And let that seed stay in there and just keep saying what it says. And every time you keep saying what it says, you'll keep releasing the power of the promise into your atmosphere. And sooner or later, your atmosphere has got to give up and the promise has to manifest. This is how it works. So what do you do? Go find a bunch of promises. Go put some faith in those promises. And I said, now here's the biggest problem. You can't be a rejecter of promises because they're the only hope you got. See, people blaming God for why stuff's not coming to pass. It ain't God's fault. It's your fault. Because we've got to learn this system. This, this system ain't going to change whether you want to believe it or not. It's not changing for nobody. It's not going to change. He said, look, I gave you the faith to get the pro-, Like this. This is a book of promises. It's the last will and testament. It's your inheritance. Yeah. Here it is. Find it. I gave you the faith to unlock it, but once you find it, you put it in you. Once you put it in, you hang on to it, and you just keep saying what it says, and sooner or later, what it says will come to pass in your life. That's how faith works. But where's the faith for the promise? It's in the promise. He gave you general faith to believe and accept and not reject the promise, but in that promise is all the potential DNA power to create what it said it could create, because in the seed is the likeness of the seed to produce of itself. Listen to me. Everything you need is in here. All you got to do is put some faith in these promises. Put them in your heart. Don't discard them. Because see, affliction and persecution arises. All this other junk arises. Try to get you to quit on the promise. Here, what do I believe about the promises of God? The only ones you keep hanging on to and speaking. All the other ones, you probably let go of faith in that area. So what do you got to do? Quick, just go here. Don't get down on yourself. Just go here again. Faith comes by... Let me ask you a question. I'm done, but how does faith come for healing? Hmm? How does faith come from healing? You find some about... Because the faith for healing is in the healing scripture. How do you get a faith for peace? You find some scriptures... Because where's the peace? It's in the promise. Where's the healing? It's in the promise. Where's the money? Where's everything? He said, I give you all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, in you. How do you what do you mean, what do I do? In me? Yeah. Everything you need's in you. Now I got to get what's in you out of you. How I get it out of me? I got to put the word in me. And the word is nigh thee. It's in the mouth and in the heart. The word of faith which we preach. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. You get it out of your mouth, you put it in your heart. You get it out of your heart, you put it in your mouth. You get it in your heart, you put it in your mouth. You get it in your heart, you get it. Out of your heart. What happens when you get agreement? What he saying, James, last night, he said, if you don't get your mouth and a heart to agree, you ain't going to get nothing to happen. But if you can get them both to agree, if you can get your mouth to connect to the picture of the promise on the inside, you can release the promise on the outside. And faith is the son. Look at Hebrews eleven 3, we're done. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Let's look at Hebrews 11 1, 2, and 3, just real quick, and you can go. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Watch verse 3, we're done. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. What? The Word of God framed the world. You're going to frame your world with the promises of God. So that the things which were seen were not made of the things which do appear. He's saying everything you see didn't come from what you see. It came from a different substance, the substance of faith to create it. How do you change the temporal? You find the substance of the eternal. The substance of the eternal is faith. So all you got to do, here's your homework, we're done. You got the faith. To put in the promise, you find the promise, you put your faith in the promise. The minute you receive the promise, the faith for the promise is in you. Once you understand that I've got it in me, I release the power and potential through words of the promise into my atmosphere. Once that starts taking place through the power of confession, my affirmation starts to become my reality. Because the more I start sitting and meditating and speaking about what I see on the inside, it'll change what I'm having on the outside. Genesis, We could be here all night, man. That's what Genesis was all about. He said, God made man a speaking spirit. Do you understand this? Because without words, there's no dominion in the earth. You got to have words. Why did God make man a speaking spirit? Because he knew the only way to get the potential out of man was through words. So your words, they move your life. This is good. This is a lot. This is why you got to do this, man. I don't care. You know, we, we're going to do this. I, I, I'm starting to tell them. I'm going to do it more because I, I don't know what's going to happen with all this stuff. With church, but this, this is for people that really want to go to church. And I'm not saying other people don't really want to go. But I got to do. I, 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 I got to go. I got to hear this stuff to stay there. And this is stuff. You know, it's like come on Sunday. Nah, you can't get this out on Sunday you got to get this. So you're doing good. This is for you guys. You're doing good. Because I don't want you to think, like, well, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing and I, it, God doesn't like me. God loves you, but you got to get the order of a thing. And this is the problem with you guys. Look at me and I'm done. Because this is for somebody in this room. You need to hear this. I'm serious because you guys beat yourself up. And I know it's cute, but I'm being serious. Some of you think you're lousy Christians. You're a really good Christian. Cut it out. What's the matter with me? Why doesn't God do this for me? God loves you. You're not a lousy Christian. You're a good Christian. You're doing the best you can. You just got to know some stuff. This is how you do it. And let me, please listen to me. Learn from my pain. There's no way around it. This is the only way to get it to work. There's no new stuff. That ain't going to happen. You know, you're going to see a bunch of Christians walking around, but they're not going to have the stuff that God said they can have until they do the work like this. I'm just telling you, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you got to put this side of the work in. And I'm not saying it mean, but you got to go, okay, let me go find. I don't care if you take an index card a week. Find your promise, put some faith in it, say what it says, and don't deviate from the plan. You're doing great. But if you don't know this stuff, how are you going to get it to work? Now you know what to do. Where's the faith? I never thought of this till this week. Not like this. The faith for the promise is in the promise. Well, we know that. But wait a minute, you want how many of you said this? Well, faith's in the word of God. Yeah, kinda like. But wait a minute, though. Really, the faith is in the promise of God. You're searching for promises. You see what I'm saying? So when you get around them things, you gotta perk up real quick, and go, oh, there's my promise. I gotta hang on to this thing. Because you can't be a rejector. Because once you ah, no, none of that. Yeah, business, you got this thing. You stay in the word. Stay in it. Don't let it go. Pastor Chris, but I don't see it. Don't worry about what you see. What you see could change. I don't see it, Pastor, been years. Don't worry about it. Shh. Don't say nothing different. One day, everything changes. You've been faithful for years. Some of you be faithful for years, and one day, God will change your life. I'm telling you, listen to me, he'll do it. You don't know the day or the hour, but just know time's coming. It's got to work. Because you're calling those things that be not as though they were. And it ain't easy to call things that be not as though they were because it takes a lot of faith. But don't you worry about it. Just keep speaking it. And you got to be speaking, man. Keep the speaking going. Because faith can't be released without words. And that's the problem. Because everything's speaking to you anyway. You might as well start speaking back. It's talking in between your ears. All day long. Don't let, it, don't let it over get you. Come on, stand up on your feet. You did great. Say this out loud. We'll just say just, just, just thank Jesus that he's going to give us some revelation. You just thank him in your own words. Just thank you, Jesus. You're so good to us. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good. We love you, Jesus. We need you. We can't do this without you. we got to have you. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good to us. So good to us. So good to us. Lift your hands to heaven. You need prayer in here, just come down here. Anybody need prayer? That shifted real quick. Anyway, you need prayer? Come down here. Come down here. Lift your hands to heaven. That just happened real quick. You need hands laid on upon you. Just social distance. You know we got miracles over here. We got a social distance. This is great, but just do it because it is. You know they're they're asked this. They don't ask for much. What they ask for, I give. Dominic, just lift your hands to heaven. Hallelujah. So you lift your hands to heaven. Just close your eyes. I'd stay close. Just stay close. Just stay close. Just stay, stay closer. Because closer. I don't know what's going to happen in here. I'm in this real pocket of God right now. Listen, to you, some of you have been mentally tormented. You're not down here. But do, you do people that are down here say, Dominic, just get ready. Bam. Some of you have been, bam. Some of you have been mentally tormented. You've been like oppressed almost. And you've been, you've, been, you've been really, really messed up in your head. I want you to come down here. Some of you have been going through bodily, physically pain. I want you to come down here. And some of you have been tormented of the pain of the past. I'm going to p- combo a packet together so people don't feel like, oh, that's me. People are thinking about me. I don't worry about people thinking about you. People, ain't, people, don't, people don't know nothing. You, you've been tormented by the pain of the past. I want you to come down here now. I want you to get in line. If you've got pain in your body, I want you to get in line. If something's going on in your body, you feel, this is anointing. Look at the anointing. It's falling in here. It's falling in here. It's going to fall on people. And as it does... I don't know what's going to happen, but God, will, God will get it. But just get ready. Just don't be quick to move. Look at the anointing falling in here. Look at the anointing falling in here. Look at the anointing falling in here. Certain people, it'll come on you. It's like, it's like a wind. Boom! Watch it work. Yeah! Don't don't all you people go to go nowhere. But just come in the line. Dominic, get ready to receive. It's on you, man. Just don't let it come off you. Don't don't get all oppressed in your head. Don't get all oppressed in your head. Just don't go get stuck. Just line them up straight up. Yeah, line them up straight up. You're good. Everybody else is here good. Lift your hands to heaven, get ready to receive. Just lift your hands to heaven, get ready to receive. Man, I feel the anointing in here. Feel that? It's good in here. It? Yeah, it's kind of good. It's a good anointing. It's a good anointing. It's a good anointing. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I feel the anointing in here good anointing in here. Right there. Right here. You better get Bob. Power. Look at that power going in his body. We're good. We're going to go slow. Look at the anointing coming on you, Chris. Bam. You're breaking out of that thing. Boom. Look at that Holy Ghost. I like the Holy Ghost. Don't you? Ah, watch it work, Sherry. It's going to fill you up to overflowing. You're going to be a brand new person. Brand new person in Jesus' name. Not that you're you're going to a brand new level. People ain't even going to understand you. They're going to look at you and say, what happened to you? What happened to you? What happened to you? In Jesus' name? What happened to you? What happened to you? That's what people are going to say. Just lift your hands to heaven. Don't get scared. Hey, lady, get ready. Watch this peace coming on you right now. Right there. There it is. Don't be nervous. Don't be scared. Right there. There it is. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. You're going to get free from all those. In Jesus' name. Oh, get ready. Here comes the peace of God. Woo! Jesus! Thank you, Lord. I felt the Holy Ghost right there. That's good stuff. Hallelujah. You lift your hands to heaven. You ready? Ha, ha, ha. Get ready. Fire. God's coming on you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, 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 in Jesus' name. Amen. Just lift your hands to heaven you're out there. Look, you better get her, on. Please. Praise the Lord. let what's just this, what's this, what's this. Jesus. It's going to be okay. Brand new season. There you go. Brand new season. Jesus' name. Everybody else, lift your hands to heaven. God's so good, ain't he? God's so good, ain't he? He's a good God. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven. Just thank him. You're watching on TV. I'm going to pray for you too. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you for the power of God. We thank you for the blessing of God. And we thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost moving supernaturally in our midst. And we thank you, Lord, that we're not going to stop until this quest of faith is fulfilled and we walk in a greater revelation of who you are in our life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Now listen, you got to do me a favor. You got to share these three nights. And listen, I'll do it. These guys, thank God. Hey, thank you guys. Like they did, they ran the numbers of Lauren Random. There's like, I don't know, it was over a thousand people. Now, like some of this stuff's like far fetched. They ain't like, you know, like you get like 1,500 people watched it. They didn't really watch it. 1,500 people clicked it and, and went their merry way. Solid, solid, we could say 500 to one night, 500 to the next night. And I don't know what tonight is. Solid, like came in, watched. We don't know how long, you know, she can get me a better reading. But, like, you know, it's like 3,000, everybody likes 3,000 people. 3,000 people seen your face and scrolled by. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to do stuff for, for something, I did it for you. But you guys coming in this building and working after you worked hard all day, there's 1,000 people. One, let's just say 1,500 people really watched this over three nights. That's bigger than what's in this room. I appreciate I thank you guys for coming. And bringing your faith in this room to put a pull so they can receive, but you guys got to help me share it, and you got to give, you got to give, you got to give me something into this thing. Like, hey, I'm not pastors. We're going to share, and we're going to show up. You know what I mean? We're going to get online. We're going to do it because people came in this building and sacrificed. It's, it's it's long out here. You know what I mean? And I appreciate you guys. I love you. I couldn't do this thing without you. But we're bigger than we're bigger. This is a great turnout tonight. But we're bigger than this. Maybe 1,500 people got a touch of faith to change their life forever. Get the book. Download the book. The partnership thing is just about you getting the book. I'm telling you what, I said this the other night. I I traveled the world watching a bunch of people waiting for God to do something he ain't going to do, not because he's a mean God, just because they didn't have the substance of faith to produce it. I don't want you missing stuff because we don't understand the elements of faith. So I appreciate you. I love you guys. I thank you. I thank the guys here. I thank you guys home doing what you're doing. And just know we love you. And we're going to be back. We're going to do this. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.